with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hillary Swank. Who's Hillary Swank, Matt? She's an actress. Yeah. Million Dollar Baby. Okay. Et cetera. All right. Uh, on Sunday, she gave birth to not one, but two children. And it wouldn't be a real news story. I mean, twins are born every day around the world. But the fact that she's 48 years old when she had these babies is pretty impressive. Pretty they impressive. used to call that a, what, a geriatric pregnancy? Not used to. They still call it that. Even Jack, who, uh, who of course, had uh, her third baby just recently, she kept referring to it as a geriatric baby. And she's like, what, 36, 37? Or no? I, think she's, I think Hillary Swank's 10 years older than Jack. Okay, Jackson with 38. Okay, she loves us talking about her. She yeah. <laughs> Whatever, it is what it is. You can't. It's, it's something you can't really control. Your age is your age. Yeah. But anyway, 48 years old. And I, I know we had a, a good family friend that had uh, uh, her her one and only child at like 40 years old, and uh, everybody's like, "Wow, 40 years old! That is that's old." But 48, that's uh, you know, that's that's pretty impressive. So I've never known a lot of women who've had babies at older ages. No. I know a guy I used to live with. Yeah. His dad was in his 90s, right. and he was 20. Yeah. So do the math there. I had 70. him when he was 70. Yeah. Yeah. Still works. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about it. Uh, 780-421-1039. Um, how old were you when you had your, your last child or your only child or whatever for that matter or somebody in your life? Do you know somebody? I don't know if there's how many people can top... Is there something? 48 tough to beat, man. I don't know about 50. Yeah. And I mean, nowadays, even though, like, millennials are having kids a little later. Yeah, they that's are. That's a thing, sure. right? They are for sure. They are for sure. But yeah, you know, I'm just thinking 48. My wife's like 52. Um, Imagine having a kid about a handful of years ago. She ain't having it with me. <laughs> <laughs> You've been fixed. <laughs> I've been fixed, and you're about to be fixed, too. That's uh, under a month. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's that's a, a story for you. And and not just, I mean, let's talk about the ladies, but like as to Matt's uh, suggestion about the men, too, you know, uh, these older dads, too. You're right, because for some reason that tap doesn't get shut off. It, it's got to be more difficult. Why does nature do works. that? Yeah. There must be a reason. <laughs> we walk around with lethal weapons till the day we die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand. I, I love don't, a good... mine, mine's a pop gun now. I don't know. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Jack away, of course, on maternity leave with her third child, her geriatric pregnancy. She used the terminology, not me. I think they've changed that now. Oh, really? I think, yeah. It's I, I don't know what they call it anymore, but I think geriatric is not the term they use. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll have to take your word for it. You've been I, canceled. I, I do. I remember her using that term, though. Jack would use early, it. Yeah, early on. And then, like, I think we found out oh. later on in the pregnancy that that's, that's no longer kosher. Oh, I see. Okay. Got it. All right. I take that all back then. But we're talking about Hillary Swank uh, having uh, twins at the age of 48 years old and looking for your stories. Denise says, my mom was 45 when she had me, and there's 15 years difference between me and my brother. So obviously, uh, Denise was a, I'm not going to assume a surprise baby, but you know. One of them was. When there's 15 years between them. One of you was a happy little accident. (laughs) All right. Uh, Is it Maurice? Uh, Maurice, uh, I was 29 years old when I had my son. Okay. We've now had conflicting reports. What? Uh, we used advanced maternal age now instead of geriatric. And then somebody else says, yes, geriatric pregnancy is a term used for any woman having their first child over the age of 30. 
Won't somebody give us the truth? <laughs> no, advanced maternal age. We're, that's what they're calling it now. Advanced maternal age. Okay. That. Okay, got it. Everybody's just so sensitive. Okay. Can't call these old broads geriatric anymore. <laughs> Probably not the B word either, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, once again, Matt DeBurs. <laughs> Matt at kissinfm.com. No! <laughs> you can find that on the website. You're just having funsies. Exactly. It's a Tuesday morning. He's just having funsies, right? Funsies. The good news is that all of our listeners have a sense of humor, so we're fine. Every, every single one of them. Every last one of them. Yeah. Even the ones with advanced maternal ages. It's not like I'm young. No. I'm an old fart, too. Yeah. See? Yeah. I agree. How old was your mom when you, she had you? Oh, Pretty yeah. young. 20. Oh, boy. Yeah. 20. And then she was 21 with your brother. Yeah. Yeah. And then five years and then a couple more. Yeah. Exactly. Five, year, five years. So, yeah, it's easy for me to do, always do the math because my mom's 20 years older, older than me, so I know exactly how old she is all the time. So, not that it really matters, but... <laughs> <laughs> always doing mom math in but, your head. But there's sometimes people go, how old is your mom, Chris? And I just, like, spit it out real fast, you know? Like, how old's your mom, Matt? Don't know. Don't. And she doesn't want me to say. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Hillary Swank had a baby, a couple of them actually, at the age of uh, 48. So we're talking about, uh, I guess, babies late in ladies, uh, later in ladies' lives. And uh, we just got this text 7804211039. I'm a labor and delivery nurse. It's definitely not 30. It's 35, an advanced maternal age. I believe guidelines are actually moving closer to 39 as people, again, are starting to have babies later in life. So. Yeah, I guess so. Know the risks. They're yep. coming with some, but I mean, modern medicine. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And uh, yeah, you can have a healthy baby. Have it whenever you can have it. Sure. But I'm just trying to imagine myself and Hillary Swank's, almost basically Hillary Swank's, Swank's age just starting and we're like, you know... On the other side of it. So you're picturing yourself with Hillary Swank having a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, no. It's okay. Uh, you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, you know who won't be playing at the Saddle Dome next week? They have uh, Calgary Flames. So, <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of suckiest sucks that ever sucked. I've got Matt. You're going to shake your head at me, but I was cheering for them to make. Get the bent. I was cheering for the Calgary Flames to make the playoffs. No, I, I was. I don't. I know. I hope they never make the playoffs ever want, again. No, I wanted them to make the playoffs, finish uh, eighth, us finish first, and then we would have clobbered them in the first round. The, I, a chip in a chair is all you need to win the cup. Right. It's so, harder these days as a low seed. Yeah. But what if, man? Well, I, I'd rather them not have a chance. All right, so call me petty. They're not definitely not going to, to to beat us this year because they're not playing. Certainly not. All right, okay. Calgary Flames out Oilers in action tonight. By the way, uh, final game of the season against the uh, San Jose Sharks. Will it mean a whole lot? It may not mean anything depending on how things go the, in the next twenty four hours or so as far as standings go. But we will give you a chance to win tickets to that game and two hundred fifty bucks to spend coming up on Thursday. So do keep that in mind. Thursday at eight thirty. As a matter of fact, we're talking about Hillary Swank uh, having uh, twins at the age of forty eight years old, and uh, we're talking about uh, pregnancies that are a little bit uh, later on in your life. I had a girlfriend that got pregnant and had her first baby when she was seventeen, her second when she was nineteen. Fast forward twenty years, still married, couldn't handle the thought of an empty nest. He had a vasectomy reversed. They had their third when she was 39 years old. So there was a huge gap between those kids. Imagine being the guy, and then one day she says, 
we're having another baby. Yeah. And he looks down and says, I don't know. <laughs> he said, honey, have you ever thought of a labradoodle? <laughs> Chris. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking about uh, having babies later on in life, like Hillary Swank. I'm a maternity nurse, and the oldest I've seen was 47. She'd come into our hospital to deliver, and they thought she was a grandparent until she asked, where am I supposed to have this baby then? <laughs> the hospital door screener uh, was uh, so embarrassed. Thank goodness she thought it was funny. It was all good. So, Now, maybe this is a question for Google and not you, because you certainly don't have the answers. No, not really. Can you still have a baby at the beginning of menopause? Mm. You're right. I have no clue. All right. I could say something, but I won't. <laughs> We've already said enough today. I don't know. Come on. One more. I, I can only speak for myself in menopause. The chances of there being any babies being made during menopause are very, very slim. Oh, it's a get away from me situation? It would, yeah. It's like seriously like Mary, Jesus Mary thing. Like... It'd have to be divine. Immaculate. <laughs> I hear you. I'm picking up what you're putting down now, bud. It's lonely times of the sheets house. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, it's all good. Apparently, it's going to pass at some point. So, I mean. The loneliness? <laughs> Is that what your wife said? <laughs> How long can menopause last, anyway? <laughs> You're like a prisoner two, three, scribbling the days on a wall, two, like tacking them off? Two, three decades. I, I kind of feel like the guy that's stuck in the talus balls, you know, just climbing, climbing. <laughs> Cut trying. me out, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's switch gears, shall we? Sure. Okay. Uh, we're going to the vet today. This is another thing that my wife, uh, she has an issue with me. We're finally, we haven't taken Chloe to the vet for, for quite a while. So our black lab, Chloe, gets to go to the vet today. And and uh, Karen is like, she's like, Chris, she's like high, she's got high anxiety, which is very, very true. And there's some other slight things that, that are going on in her life. But Karen says, I don't want you to come with me because you don't think these are issues as big as I, uh, problems as big as I do. And so we're going to go there and I'm going to try to, you know, explain exactly what's going on with Chloe and you're going to be like, oh no, no, she's okay, she's okay. You're downplaying the severity of the issue. Right, and she says, you'll be downplaying for two reasons. You you think your dog is perfect and the second thing is, you don't want it to cost you any money. (laughs) Fair, (laughs) fair. Because Karen's like, oh, I want him to do this, 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 this and I'm just saying, ka-ching, 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 (laughs) ka-ching, ka-ching. Don't forget about the time I went to the vet, they gave me the bill and I farted the answer they gave to me. <laughs> they like, blew the gas right out of me. Kind of like a clown. Eh? Yeah, it was, what? <laughs> as soon as that dog steps on the scale, game's over. But you got to take a couple teeth out. It's more near dentist. <laughs> so, yeah. And there's always one parent or dog parent right. that's the responsible one that does like yeah. the... The no. doctor stuff. Yeah, like seriously. No, yeah, Karen will be like, well, she does this and that. And then I'll be like, she says, but then she says, I want you to come because, you know, she'll be out of control there. You take her in there. Sure. They got a bird and they got all sorts of things and cats and, you know. She's you just, need to ear there just for Cesar Milan and the dog, <laughs> keeping it calm. Making sure that, yeah, it doesn't cost us extra money because she ate a cat and a bird while she was there. <laughs> Snatch somebody's parakeet off their shoulder. <laughs> that person doesn't have to pay anymore. That's nice. You've seen her take a hot dog out of a hand oh, without touching the hand. Quick, doesn't even chew. <laughs> that bird, gulp, gulp, gulp. <laughs> <laughs> 
There goes Petey. All right. So the vet today. That's what I'm trying to say. And uh, I don't know. I will or will not go. Well, we'll update you tomorrow at this time. Okay. Let us know how much it costs. I'm not sure. She, I'm not sure if Karen's going to let me come because she doesn't trust me, but she needs me. So I like that. I like being in that position. Yeah, sure. Not trusted, but needed. That's pretty much, they could put that on my uh, tombstone. Yeah. You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about uh, the Talus Balls guy, the guy that got stuck in the balls innocently, just was minding his own business, climbing to the top of him and fell through the hole. And uh, they needed the jaws of life to actually get him out, believe it or not. They had to, they took a ball out. What do you call a welder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need something. Yeah, yeah. So they got him out, and uh, that's it. And then somebody came afterwards, mm-hmm. since you haven't plugged the hole yet, right? and took an iconic picture. You can see it on our Facebook page. Oh, really? He's smiling, looking through the balls. Okay. Hey, if you're an opportunist, now's the time to get inside the balls. So he looks like... Without ball, rescue. He looks like Balzac Billy coming out, or what? A little bit. Okay. Didn't see a shadow. Okay, got it. Uh, so we're looking for those stories uh, when you shouldn't have been somewhere... But you were. So I, a man, went to the youth conference center, a youth conference, a real place, many moons ago. I'd used the washroom during one of the breaks. So I went in, and the first thing uh, the first thing that got me mixed up was that I couldn't find the urinals. I knew something was off, and I walked around the bathroom corner trying to find them. It was then that I noticed all the women walking around. I had walked into the wrong bathroom. I was so embarrassed, I ran back to my seat and held it for the next couple of hours. Been there, done that. You've walked into a women's bathroom by accident? I've used it by accident. Yeah. I, one time I was sitting in the stall. This was in a Big Valley in Camrose in the, where, you know, where they hold the trade center and stuff. Are you a peeping Tom? No, no. I, I swear to goodness. But I, I, I sat down to do my business. It was a, like an early morning. And I was obviously not thinking. And then all of a sudden I hear two ladies talking in the bathroom with me. And Chris is having a big valley dump. First thing I did is I lifted my feet up. <laughs> Don't you, that lady's got some butt shoes. <laughs> Those are some big cowboy boots for a gal. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That sucks. You have never accidentally gone into a women's bathroom. No, I'm very aware of the bathroom well, situation. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, okay, yes, what about you? I'm good. I just, childhood crazy stuff. Um, growing up in rural Alberta, we used to ride the oil pumps. Oh, yeah. The what? The oil pump, like the oil derricks. They're not the derricks, yeah. the pumps. The like the, They look like kind yeah. of like horses. Like the little thing that goes up and down? It's not yeah. little, but yeah. You used to go on yeah. those? Yes, we used to all the time. <laughs> and they say farm safety is dead. <laughs> right? I know. That's not smart. <laughs> oh, I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know, I didn't want to get myself in that situation, obviously. So I think, yeah, it's unfair. And, you know, they should consider having like an open area to that people can get out if they ever get in that position. Lord forbid. Yeah, Lord forbid. Uh, you accidentally fall through the talus balls and all of a sudden you're stuck. Uh, that's Joaquim. Uh, he's an Edmontonian who's now been charged with uh, mischief over $5,000 because <laughs> he did quite a bit of damage to the balls on the inside, apparently, when he was trying to climb back up through them. And it, it, you you described it the best uh, yesterday. It's like a fly trap, right? 
Exactly, like a wasp trap. You know yeah. how like wasps climb in the top and then they can't get out because yeah. they can't fly back out. Yeah, it's a Joaquin trap. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's the, he's you know he's he's out here advocating for talus ball safety. <laughs> I don't want anybody else to be like me. We did pretty well for a while, Joaquin, until you stumbled upon it. Hmm. So we're talking about places you shouldn't have been. Uh, like Wakeem, uh, for example, uh, text seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Buddy and I were at the Radio City Music Hall. Hey, that's cool. My uncle was the agent for Allison Krauss. That's also cool. We got backstage passes to see her, Casey Musgraves and Willie Nelson. We ended up on the side of the stage with Willie's family. We got kicked out shortly after. LOL. I bet you did, but uh, that's still pretty cool. Uh, the, you know, that whole situation. How about this one? Yeah. Good morning, guys. When I was 11, we were visiting my uncle and Devin. We went to the playground. I was standing in the baby swing, and one leg slipped through, so I thought, what the heck? Might as well just sit in it. <laughs> swing for a while. Not thinking that my legs would get so swollen, I couldn't get out. <laughs> they had to call the fire department and cut me out of the baby swing. <laughs> then I got grounded for being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably. Uh, they I, yeah, they can't do it, but fire departments, they literally they could write books. Like Oh, they could write books. They could tell stories. You're not the first, and you won't be the last to be cut out of a baby swing. <laughs> <laughs> well, might as well go for a swing. You're like Wikim. Might as well go inside. Yeah. yeah. Now he's probably saying, you know what? They should make those baby swings bigger. <laughs> so, <laughs> what about us with swollen legs? You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's time for Quick Draw. we got Haley and Malia on the line. How are you ladies doing today? Wonderful. Is it snowing where you are? Rainy. <laughs> Rainy, and one says snow, one says rain. Okay, yeah, that's kind of the day we're dealing with today. But uh, let's pick up your spirits with a $50 Humpty's gift card. How does that sound? Perfect. Mm, breakfast at Humpty's. Life is good. Okay, so you guys know how the contest works. We're going to give you up to five questions. You just blurt out your answers as quick as you can. You sound absolutely identical, so please say your name at the end of your answers. So Judge Matt, who is actually quite mean mostly. Hey. <laughs> so just I want to warn you guys, he just he won't cut you any slack here. So I take this job very seriously. I can't be bought. He does. All right. You can buy me the cowboy breakfast, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. No, they both sound like they're in uh the groove. Here we go. Question number one. Things you find at a bar that start with a letter Q. Quarters. Yes. Who is that? Malia. Okay. We would have also taken Cuervo, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Question number two. This one's actually very topical considering what we've just been through with the Talus Balls. A reason to call 911 that starts with a letter T. Talus <laughs> You gave him the answer. I don't. I don't. <laughs> and that was Malia again, I think? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, 2 nothing. I heard Ailey, too, but I think it was just behind. Okay, say your name at the end of your answer, ladies. Here we go. Okay. You got a blocker here, Haley. Something you would wear that starts with a letter O. Overalls. You can wear overalls with that, Haley? Yes. Nice. Okay, she's back in the game. Okay, here we go. An Olympic event that starts with a letter F. Not much of... Uh... For the Olympics, are we, ladies? Um, no. What about the one with swords? Fencing. That's it. Mm, yeah. Who was okay. that? That was Haley. Haley. All right. We tied up. Okay. We kind of had to hold your hand through that one, but we did it. All right. Here we go. And the fifth and final one, ladies, for that Humpty's gift card. Something you plug in that starts with the letter B. 
Blender? You can plug in a blender. <laughs> Who said that? Haley. All right. Wow. Malaya started out hot, but then she wasted all her brain power in the first couple. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the way you answered like with a question. Blender? Blender? Do you plug in a blender? <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, you're going to Humpty's, Haley and Malaya. Please keep playing, all right? Sounds good. Good job. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Just on the south side of the city, we got a little bit of uh, rain. It's going to certainly green things up and get things ready for your gardening season, which will begin in the next, uh, well, I guess early May is when you usually put that stuff in the ground. You don't want to, I guess we still have the May long weekend before you technically should be doing all Do it after May long, okay? Yeah, exactly. But uh, there's a lot of people I know, uh, my... uh, my son's girlfriend has got, uh, she's got all sorts of uh, little seedlings going right now. She's getting all hopped up on doing the seeding and doing the garden this year. And you're pretty fired up too. Yeah. Sunday. Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's about 11 o'clock. I'm always says, maybe we should do our flower garden today in the front. We're not vegetable garden in our front yard. Right. So I've always thought in on one side of my yard, it's very dry. The grass doesn't grow very well. Right. So there's been talks about putting in a... In like a, a garden bed. Okay. Because yes. I see it more in the front yards these days, people putting in stuff like that. Lots of sun gets lots of exposure there. Yeah. Right. So next thing you know, shovels are in the ground. Nice. We dig up all the sod by hand, uh-huh. shake out all the sod to leave the good dirt in there. Wow. We put a little frame around it. Yeah. It's 10 by 12. Yeah. Cost me about 80 bucks for the lumber, which all is right. outrageous. All right. And now I got a giant weed patch. In the front. In the front. Okay. All right. And then somebody in the text line said, Matt, what an eyesore. Because they saw it. You, you Instagram. I, I put pictures up. You can see it on my Instagram yeah. right now. Yeah. I don't think it's an eyesore yet. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the level of maintenance in which we decide to. The pressure's going to be on because this isn't in the backyard. Right? No, this, this is like, you can't just hide this in the back. No, the neighbors are all going to see exactly what's going on there. So yeah, this is like, if I'm going to weed anything, it's got to okay. be this thing. But okay. we're going to grow some tomatoes yeah. and some other stuff well, there. You, you guys have good luck growing stuff. So we'll see. Where yeah, it we're goes. no stranger to probably not to the, the garden. The greatest soil. It's not A1 soil. It's pretty area. good. Is Consi- it? My in laws yeah. are gardening nerds. Yes, they are. Like huge gardening nerds. Yes. And they said, oh, this soil's so good. They wouldn't shut up about it. They'd probably, probably make me feel better because I like the grass. Right. <laughs> They're like, oh, look at this soil, Karen. Yeah, Mark, so moist. And they're like, throw it in the air. Like, oh, look at it. Oh, look, a click beetle. Okay. Is it okay? Is it cool? Is it copacetic for Matt to put a garden in his front yard? Uh, again, for all the neighbors to see? Or, you know, what? To, let, I mean, maybe let's let's move this on to the next point. What is uh, that uh, eyesore that your neighbors have on their front lawn that drives you absolutely batty? Yeah, I say, you know, like, lawns are a waste of space, technically. Right. Yeah. My, uh... My other neighbor, yeah. not really a neighbor, they own the house. They're flipping it. In okay. the, it's like right across the street from us. Let the toilet out there all weekend. Uh-huh. We saw a guy loaded into his sedan. Okay. He had to take it apart, put it in the back. That's the strangest thing I've seen in the front lawns for a while. I'm surprised you didn't see somebody using it. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tell us about your front lawns and your neighbors. 780 You can call or text. Kiss. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, it's going to green up after uh, this moisture today, and uh, we'll get in the mood for uh, some planting, like uh, Matt's garden. He just put a garden in the front yard. We're talking about that, and we're talking about your neighbors and their front yards. Uh, Ken says one of my neighbors has a has nine metal planter boxes in their front yard. It looks absolutely hideous. All right? 
Another one says, it just looks messy to have it in the front yard. That's Josh. Have flowers and nice things in the front and a garden in the back. Garden in the back, flowers in the front. It's kind of like the... Mullet. Yeah. Ex- I have a reverse mullet house. <laughs> I also took my lawn out for gardening. It just makes sense as another texter. I think it's great he's putting a garden in. I want to turn my whole yard into a garden, though my neighbor is on me because I don't pull the dead garden out until it's... Uh, well, 10 above, because that's good for insects, especially bees, said Jessica. So it sounds like there's a bit of an eyesore going on there. Yeah, mine isn't that big, you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I keep it maintained, I don't think it'll become an eyesore, so, so to speak. That's the question everybody doesn't have an answer Talk for. Talk to me in June. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Starting to think about your garden like Matt is. Got the garden uh, made in the front yard. You just decided to turn his lawn into a garden. And uh, there was somebody that reached out to you after they saw it on Instagram and said, ooh, I don't know if that's the nicest thing to do to your neighbors. So we're talking about that right now. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, mm-hmm. my neighbors beside me don't even have a lawn. They got that like gravel lawn. Right. I don't think I'm a bad neighbor yet. No. Yet. Yet. So we're we're talking about your stories. Somebody just sent us one from uh, Spruce Grove, and uh, they said this is my neighbor across the way. Talk about hideous! And uh, basically, there's a bunch of art on the uh, garage door. I just opened up the, the ad because it's selling, so that's how you can see it. It's a a house that's for sale right now, and I don't know. Like again, it's I don't know how to describe it. It's is it tacky? Maybe, yeah. I But again, maybe I am tacky because I don't mind the look of it. Did you open it up yet? I've seen it. Yeah. It's, I, it's, I'm not it's a art, huge art, fan art of the garage door. I'm not a huge fan of the art on the garage door. Yeah. But like other than that, not so bad. Yeah. I, you know, you know, I'm not saying I'm shopping around, but I might be your new neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> and I might leave it. How are you going to sell your place? You put a garden in the front yard. <laughs> oh, oh, there goes the value. <laughs> what were you thinking? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about, uh, ironically, texting with your parents. Or grandparents and uh, how that works out for you uh, uh so many great stories here one time my grandmother was texting me to let me know that my great-grandfather might not survive the night at the hospital and ended it with lol thinking it meant lots of love i had a friend who did that once too she did the lol at the in a facebook post after somebody said that somebody had passed away they- lol <laughs> hey you think who would need these tacky lists of acronyms for the internet for children yeah that kind of person. That person. Grandma. All right. If you text my dad, he calls you right away and says you called. He's still on a flip phone. Yeah, he doesn't want to text. He's like, you know, he's all business. Yeah. I, I get it. Uh, my dad avoided getting a phone for the longest time. He then avoided using the phone for the longest time. Now I get long and witty texts about Alberta politics. He lives in Saskatchewan. It's the best. Sometimes he knows what's going on before I do. Seriously, considering getting him an anonymous Twitter account for him and his texts. You know, the crap my dad says? Remember that yeah. book? Yeah. My dad's political hot takes? I'd read it. <laughs> my mom texted me one time and said that her car stinks. I said, what does it smell like? She said genitals. I waited a minute, texted her back, and said, what? She said, oh, I meant to say chemicals, but it auto-corrected to genitals. <laughs> what are you doing in that car? <laughs> oh, boy. My dad will text out the words thumbs up emoji or send a picture of his thumb, LOL. That's the dad who thinks he's so funny. Marissa, okay. My dad is over 30, and our thread has a lot of K and sunglass smiley faces. 
a lot of one letter or one word plus sunglasses. The guy is so cute. I like this one. My 82-year-old mom types uh, and emails in all caps, so my kids read it back to me screaming. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) Do all lowercase, if anything, all right? Kissing in the... You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Texting with your parents and how different that could be. Uh, We're getting some great ones here. Uh, Here's one I still laugh about. My mom sent my sister, and unfortunately, she still doesn't know... A look at her autocorrect and sends horrible messages that we don't understand, says Tanya. Be careful driving home. Then someone hit a mouse here behind hospital. <laughs> what a mouse? I don't know. Mom, you on the sauce? <laughs> My mom's a nighthawk. She will answer us at one in the morning, 24 hours after a text when we've spoken and gotten answers. Uh, she does this with family group texts all the time. It's like, oh, right. I forgot to get back to them at one in the morning. She just goes crazy. hours after. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mom, don't you get something better to do than answer those text messages at one? I do like the one who said my mom uh, writes like she's still writing snail mail. Like she's at the front lines of a war. Oh, yes. Like, dearest daughter, today we had potatoes. (laughs) Tomorrow we're thinking about having ribs for dinner. Sincerely, Mother. Missing you desperately. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Of life. If you haven't heard the story, go back to our podcast and look for the Gem Hamster episode. Uh-huh. And I'll recap you on the situation. Anyway, she's got two new ones. And we visited uh, the new baby trip. Right. And we saw Snowy and, and Wingtip or whatever its name <laughs> is. I don't know. I forget. Snowy and Blowy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They're both very friendly and nice. Right. Right. Yeah. I wonder. Like, am I, I don't, I've never seen my wife around. Like, my wife hates mice like that's like she would rather be in a room with cocaine bear than she would a mouse right? that's not true honestly she would like and i i say that's wrong but same thing she's like oh i'd rather have a snake than a mouse there's something about mice so i wonder if she would what what a hamster i don't think she'd be into hamsters either there's just kind a furry of, mouse exactly right mice aren't that bad when you think about it yeah well would you ever have a snake as a pet would she be cool with that you had baraka your um Bearded Dragon. Yeah. She seemed to be okay with that. Marvin, but that's okay. Yeah. Marvin, sorry. That's all right. That was his name. Um, she, yeah, she didn't go. She was okay with that. She she said she'd rather have a snake than a mouse in her house. You want to talk about terrible, smelly creatures? Yeah. I had friends who had pet rats. Right. And those things, all smart and cute, but stinky. Rats? Yeah. Maybe there were mice. I can't remember, but I was like, I don't think you're allowed to have rats. We've, I think we've had this discussion before. You are not allowed to have pet rats in Alberta. I'm you you sure. got to smuggle them. Yeah, well, no, black market rat. Don't do that either. <laughs> no, the rat police will get you. <laughs> they will, and they should. They must have been mice then. My mistake. Sorry, rat police. <laughs> I know they monitor every radio station. But what you're saying is mice stink. Yeah, yeah. I, it might have been just like, but the why, state they left the cage. But why they have mice like to feed their snakes? No. Why does anybody have anything? Maybe they're they're a pet. Okay. Right? You can do that. Like, were they like lab mice? Do they do testing? No, they were little white, pink-eyed mice. Okay. And they're brown and colored and whatnot, and they handled them so they were, you know, tame. I don't know whether to believe you or not, because you thought they were rats for the longest time. This happened. Okay. This happened. I promise you, I saw them handle There's some sort of... people that have pet mice. Yes. Okay. Like, I had a buddy who raised snakes. Yeah. And he had to get live mice to feed his snakes. That makes sense. But, like... If you really wanted, you could take one of those young mice, raise it, and tame it to like be okay with human touch. Right. So it's a pet. Right. 
But do they do that? I mean, you could do that. Why, why are you looking at me like that? I'm sure you can. I don't know. I love this text. We had rats in New Brunswick. Scary. <laughs> All caps. And then somebody's like gaslighting me. Maybe you're thinking about gerbils. No, they were mice. People have pet mice. I... Yes. Okay. Somebody will text the text line and say there's pet mice. Maybe in Disneyland, Matt. I don't. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, there is the latest for uh, that guy named, what's his name, Tyler Hubbard? Yeah. Yeah, somewhere in the country. Kissing Country, 103.9. Uh, phones are ringing off the hook here. Uh, as soon as you talk about pets, right? I mean, things get a little crazy. And guess what? What? The text line is absolutely louse uh-huh. with people who have owned mice and know people that have owned mice and people that work to pet stores confirming the sale of mice. Okay. All right. No, no, and I'm sorry. I, I should never doubt you, Matt, ever. I mean, I never should doubt you. Thank you. Finally. But you were, weren't even sure if it was a, I, I just, I, I would, again. I knew it was a rodent and it wasn't a gerbil. Okay. So a rat or mice. Right. It wasn't a hamster either. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, thank you for all those texts and I apologize. The first time in my life I was wrong again. Yep. All right. Let's take this call. Uh, my daughter's um, <clears throat> generic has uh, she's 16 or 17 now she has started going um up to the kids rooms or into a laundry basket and when you start to hear her cry that she's coming down the hall or down the stairs she is bringing a sock and what is this it's a cat a cat is bringing a sock down the stairs yeah she's coming downstairs with a sock in her mouth once you hear her cry and you look she's coming down with a sock in her mouth and sometimes she even will accumulate a pile of socks <laughs> and what what is they what does this cat do with the socks once they're piled? She just she just brings them. She just brings them and puts them down. When you hear her cry, you know she's coming some she's coming from somewhere with either a clean or a dirty sock. Right. And she's just bringing a sock. Well, and then she, she puts it down. That's better than the dogs with underwear. I tell you that. <laughs> uh, we've ne- we've never had one of those, but I've 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 know others that have the dogs that have a hankering for underwear. That's not a good thing. No, no, no especially no. when you're having a great meal and all of a sudden out yeah. comes oh. out comes <laughs> Bella the dog with some <laughs> underwear. It's got it. some it, like you know mom's nice underwear. You had to pull start the dog like a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> 103.